What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Uh, Dory be practicing today? Yeah, he'll be doing some stuff. Yeah, limited. Martini? No, he won't practice today. Z's? Z's will be limited. Not sure. It's more optimistic than previous Wednesdays, it sounds Yeah, like. I, I, I'd probably say not as optimistic, but getting there. Who was I know. I'm sorry, we can't hear over here. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, so they asked about a Dory. Yep. So he'll be he'll be doing some stuff. He'll be limited. And Aziz, he'll be in the same boat. Okay. They asked about McKinney. Um, he won't do anything today. Okay. Um, Dexter will have a vet day, like he's normally had the last few weeks. Leo will be limited. So everybody should be practicing besides Dexter. With McKinney, you say he's getting there. Is it's where's the he's saying with the, <laughs> a club? I'm just saying, is that when he comes back, he's gonna have to wear a club regardless, or is there potential he could play without one? Um, I would assume he would have to wear a club. Yeah. It sounds like he'll. I know there's only two games left, but. Uh, Are you talking about X? Yeah, like is he gonna return this season, or is it still yeah. TBD on that? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it depends on. Who well, yeah, let's just, we'll see. I think he's making progress. What were your thoughts? You said you were going to watch the Colts, and obviously you always do that. Yep. What were your thoughts watching them uh, Monday night? And it obviously wasn't a very good game for them. What, what do you tell your well, players? Well, there's a few plays here or there that could have been a lot different. I think their defense has been playing really well. You know, the quarterback's really his first game coming back. So I think, you know, there were some chances there to be had. Their defense has played well all season. Uh, the last six games, they've been up at the end of the third quarter. Um, they were only down by two to Dallas, 21 to 19. It's the NFL. Every team's good. How do you feel about the, the left guard rotation? Is that something you want to continue, or do you want to settle on one guy um, there? I think they're both. I think they're both doing a good job. So we'll see how it goes this week. Um, could be the same. Um, I think both of them have done a good job. You know, the things we asked them to do. Do you view that as like those two guys for left guard, or could you move? Say, no, it'll probably center. be those two guys at left guard. Yeah, and mm -hmm. not like Nick the center or one of the right. Center. Yeah, it'll probably be similar to what we've been doing. Yep. Is, is that for, uh, strain is not the word on Andrew. He's used to this. On who? I'm on, sorry. On Andrew, um, you know, at left tackle. Is no, that, he's fine. Is that, you know, is that more for him, less than him, or at this point irrelevant? Yeah, no, he's played against, played with both these guys. Um, I think he's got comfortable. He's comfortable with really those two guys next to him. Are you excited for your guys to have this opportunity this weekend? Considering what's on the line for them, excited to play another game. Yeah, that's that's what we're excited about. Um, 
you know, they, they, they work hard. Um, it's an important game for us. You know, it's excited to play the Colts. What about for you personally? Me? What about for you? Same as it is every week. Yeah. Get, get ready to play a good team and try to do the best we can. Throughout your career, you've been in a lot of big games. How much do you believe in the fact of pressure in big games being something that, as players and coaches, you have to deal with? Um, I'd say there's pressure every week in this league. Uh, there's only 17 games. you got to play well each week, do everything you can do to win, and get ready to play the next week. It's, it's competitive. In the Super Bowl, though, and like the playoffs? Like We're playing experience? the Colts this week. Uh, so. I mean, I was asking you a general question. Oh. You said every game, every week, every game is the same. It, it is. I mean, if you don't, if you don't, you got to do the things you need to do to win each game. I know there's, what's this, what's this? I mean, the way I was raised in this business in terms of getting ready to play games, doing the things you need to do each week, prepare the right way, practice the right way. I know it's a boring answer, but that's the truth. Um, I don't think you can get too far ahead of yourself in anything. Each game is important. Um, and as you get going throughout the season, if you're lucky enough to keep going, it's, you know, they're one game seasons then. So, you know, our focus is on this game and you know, we're gonna have to do a good job. What's up, I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your, your, your team has to study Nick Foles from what he just did last week. Um, yeah, you- I mean, he's played, you know, he's one game this year. He's had one game last year in Chicago. I think he had seven games or somewhere around the seven games in 20. I think he had four games before that at Jacksonville. So you go back and, you know, just like you're preparing against anybody, you try to watch the tape and, you know, look at their strengths and weaknesses. Do you, you um, I mean, will it be some kind of a selling job just because he's coming off a game which looked like he hadn't played in a long time? And, you know, they say, well, that's, you know, is that him or is that not him? You know, kind of, you know, there's, there's more there than no, just that. I understand. That. Yeah. Uh, I would just say everybody's good in this league. You got to prepare for everybody's best and you got to play your best. Um, every game's tough in this league. It doesn't matter about records or every game is tough. Every player in this league is good. Every coaching staff is good. Uh, and it, really the only thing that matters is how you play on Sunday or Saturday or Monday. Um, you know, you got to do the things you need to do to win a game. Coach, up until you? now. Go ahead. Up until now, you know, there have been scenarios where you could make the playoffs. This one's a really straightforward one. So how do you expect your team to respond knowing when and you truly are in? Same way we've been doing it all year, Kim. Just do the things we need to do to try to win a game um, and focus on that week. That's what's hard to do in this league. There's a lot of other things going on, and I understand all the questions, uh, but it is really, truly live in that moment, control the things you can control, and you know, each day have a good day, and then ultimately go out there on Sunday and, and play and coach a good game. 
do you think it's in, it's important for a team to take on the personality of its head coach, or or does the head coach have to be flexible enough to take on to be the personality that the team needs? Uh, no, I want everybody to be themselves. You know, all our guys to come in here, be the best version of themselves, um, come in and compete. I think we have a a good group of people in our building that work extremely hard. Um, I certainly don't want anybody just to be like me or me to be like anybody else. I just I want them to be yourselves. Brian, what do you kind of take it back a little bit? What do you remember about your first playoff appearance as a coach, an assistant coach way back when? Taking me back a long time. I think it was 2001 with the Patriots. Yeah. Was it the Raiders game? I'm not sure the actual game. <laughs> was it the Raiders game? Um, I remember Vinatieri kicking the most unbelievable kick I've ever seen. I remember Brady spiking a ball and falling on the ground. Uh, I remember David Patton, got rest his soul, having a good game. Jermaine Wiggins, big fourth and one stop. And we went goal line defense against the Raiders. Um, huge, huge play in the game. Um, I remember getting to overtime and watching Lonnie Paxton doing a snow angel. Uh, I thought the tuck was it a fumble? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well documented with the, those, all those scenarios. But, um, no, no, you, obviously I remember a lot. Um, it was a good game. The emotions that you had at that point being your first NFL playoff game, I guess, is it similar? What did you learn from that experience to kind of carry you through? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, don't, I just remember I had to stay up late and break down more tape and get ready for the next week. Um, Do you ever take what happened? No, that's okay. I'm thinking. Trying to, it was a lot of work. You know, I was at a different spot and breaking down a lot of tape. I think we were going to play Pittsburgh, maybe. You were rooting for him, so I know. What was it, Pittsburgh? I had a few, so it was a little hazy trying to move. Okay, I got you. Days, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, all, they're, all, they're all, he did yeah, in he that did. game. That threw a touchdown to Patton on Cafe. Um, yeah. I've been on a lot of them. Fortunately, I've been part of some good teams. I've also been in seasons where, you know, I'm three and twelve at this point, and we're competing our butts off to to go out there and win a game. So, I think a lot of the experiences that I've had, both good and bad, have helped. Um, but it really, only thing that matters this week is playing a good game. Dave, speaking of the archives, well before, but today's actually the anniversary of the greatest game ever played between the Giants and Colts. A big historical game. With this matchup this week, do you lean into the history of it at all? Obviously, there's more meaning around it than, than not. Yeah, no. Um, it's boring. We do the same thing we do each week. You know, go through the same things we need to go through in a team meeting and defense and offense and kicking game and um, just try to be as consistent as we can. Why do you think you've been so inconsistent on special teams and how much do you need to shore up that area? Yeah, no, that was a that was a big play. Obviously, last week, um, I think we've done some good things, and I think really just like offense and defense, there's things we need to improve on, and you know we're going to need to to have a good game this week. This is a really good unit. Uh, Bubba does a great job with these guys, and it'll be a challenge. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I don't think we asked you about Shane Lemieux. His- Shane Lemieux will go on IR. Did you ever think before the season you might be in this type of position with this ball club this late in the year? Didn't think about it. Um, you know, we just try to win the week, and, you know, fortunately we're here, and we're going to have to make the most of it. Brian, I know we've talked to you all season about quarterback play, things that you, you like to see. How important is it for a quarterback to be able to make plays downfield, out of the pocket, kind of off-platform in today's NFL? Uh, I think he's evolved you know, since the time I've been in the league. But you know, the, when you have quarterbacks that can move and extend plays, you have to defend the first play, as we say, and then defend the next play, which is you know, if you're holding it longer, there's a risk for a negative play. There's also a risk for a big play down the field or, you know, a scramble play. So, um, you know, the game's a little bit different, I would say, with, with some of the things that people are doing. But the, the quarterbacks that, you know, that can move, extend plays, the, the defense has to, to play defense a little bit longer. I mean, you've had a couple of those plays with, with Daniel and Hodgins the last couple of weeks where yeah. it's not just making plays for first downs, it's making yeah. plays for touchdowns. That growth in Daniel's game that you've seen, I would imagine you credit the guys that are working with him and yeah. him as well. Yeah, I'd start with him. You know, he's, um, I think he's improved in that area. Um, I think Shea works with him, you know, a bunch of that. I think we practice it. You know, we do it at the start of practice. We do it in the middle of practice. Um, but, you know, ultimately the credit goes to, to DJ. How much was that something you saw beforehand and decided and said that this is an area that needs to be improved? With with DJ, yeah, with DJ, um, like sort of. I just I'd say when we got here, just seeing him, you know, and and working through drills and watching him practice. Obviously, I've seen him before. He he's athletic, so uh, I think, you know, with what we've done in the past, um, say the last few years, I've had guys that can really move around and make loose plays and, you know, run the ball some and and run different RPOs where he can lose his legs and then do drills that help him, you know, but it's also the skill guys. You got to teach those guys, you know, there's, I think there's an art to the scramble drill. Um, and, you know, certainly when you have players that a quarterback feels comfortable with where they're going to be, you know, you can work on it every day in practice until you get it in the game. I think he's improved, but I think the guys around him have helped him too. You've talked about You've talked about all season how competitive the league is. Do you ever look around and say to your team, look what happened to Detroit last week. They were the hottest <laughs> team in the league. They go down to Carolina and... Yeah, well, it's week to week in this league. We know we all know that. So I think the biggest thing we can do is, is control the things we can control. Every week is a big week. Every team you play is a good team. Um, and if you play well that particular week, you give yourself a chance. If you don't play well, it's it's really hard to win. And you know, big things like turnovers and things that really cause you to, to put yourself in a bind or getting them on defense, those things help playing well in the red zone. I mean, all the things that help you win week one or in 2001 or whenever it is, 
like those really that's that's football it's it's changed in some of the respects of spread out and mobile quarterbacks and things like that but the big things that help you win are are pretty much the same things that you know, help team win for a long time James, you've had so many moving parts this year, week to week. It seems like you've got you know new guys in the lineup, new guys coming in and out. What for you has been the key to being successful with so many moving parts on a weekly basis? Well, I just you give credit to the players uh, that come in and our next man up. You give credit to the coaches that work with them. Um, there's no excuses in this league. There's just you know whoever you have, um, whoever you're playing, get ready to play them. Get the guys in there, get them ready to play. They're on the team for a reason. Uh, maybe they're not a starter right away, but you know, guys that you're doing walkthrough with that are on the practice squad, you get those guys ready as well. Um, and then once they're ready to play, you put them in there and you let them play. Um, and everybody needs a shot. You know, sometimes you're not just handed to the, the job. So guys that are down the line and second string or playing special teams, uh, sometimes all you need is an opportunity. Yeah, uh, see you go, uh, see you go on your beard bag. Is it a direct order from the wife? Family. Correct. <laughs> could, could a guy like Evan Neal benefit from taking a step back, or is it better for a young guy like him to step learn? back? What do you mean by step back? Like if he has a tough game, to sit him down and let him watch for a little bit versus like letting him fight through. No, I think when you're a rookie, no matter what it is, you learn from every experience. Um, veterans do. I certainly do. But um, you know, some of my biggest growth moments for me. Is when I failed, or when I didn't do as well. And I think he's made steady progress. Are there certain plays he'd like to have back? Sure, everybody has them. You know, you have him as a head coach, you have him as a play caller, you have him as a player. Um, but you know, he's a smart, tough, dependable guy. I think he's improved in a lot of areas, and um, I'm happy he's on our team. Dave, what do you What do you want from your quarterback, who's had so much scrutiny, um, and obviously has faced doubters um, up until maybe this season? Um, and maybe including this season, what do you want him to kind of relish and embrace about the opportunity that is before this entire team on Sunday afternoon? Uh, I just want him to get ready to play the Colts, you know, do what he's been doing, prepare hard, go out there, make good decisions, take care of the football, um, throw the ball where he's supposed to throw it, use his legs if he needs to use his legs. You know, again, you just live in the moment of, of getting ready to play a team and you know, each week you got to try to play your best. And if you don't, you know, it's usually not the outcome you want. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.